Good afternoon, good morning. This is Mark Johnson from Loyalty360. Hope everyone's happy, safe, and well. Want to welcome you back to another edition of Loyalty Live. In this series, as you know, we get the privilege of speaking with leading agencies, technology partners, and consultants in customer channel and brand loyalty about best practices they are seeing uh, around customer experience, brand engagement, but most importantly, customer loyalty. Loyalty Live allows for a deeper assessment of the state of customer loyalty as we surface challenges that brands are having with regard to their customer loyalty efforts. And by bringing this back to our uh, supplier community, we get a very unique perspective of how they are addressing these unique challenges within their client base. Uh, and today we have the pleasure of speaking with Chris Mills. Chris is the Chief Revenue Officer at Talon One. How are you today, Chris? I'm doing great, Mark. Thanks for, thanks for the time. Absolutely. Thanks for taking the time to talk with us today. Nice to meet you. Uh, first off, we'd like to start these on a more personal level. So we'd love to know a little bit more about you, uh, kind of your background and your current role at Talon One. Sure. Um, so as you mentioned, I'm the CRO at Talon One. I've been here for a little over two and a half years now, uh, overseeing the global go-to-market motion. Uh, we have uh, representation everywhere from Australia to Seattle. Um, we're headquartered in Berlin. And we've got a team in UKI as well. So we're, we're really global in nature. Uh, so I lead the go-to-market effort on that basis. And, and from a background perspective, I spent the better part of a dozen years in uh, small SaaS companies, uh, as of late, mostly in MarTech, and uh, just living to build out go-to-market motions. I've also lived on the product side as well. It's part of the reason I fell in love with Talon One. It's, uh, it's a company that lives and breathes its product. And so I get to uh, evangelize how the product aligns with the customers we're working with. Okay, great. Uh, fun fact, is there something you enjoy uh, outside the startup world, the MarTech world? Uh, do you have 14 kids? Do you like to scuba dive, jump out of planes? What's what's something you, you enjoy outside of uh, your work life? Sure. I do have two kids, a two and a four-year-old. They take up most of my time. Uh, but outside of that, when I can get free of it, I fish. Uh, I love okay. to fish. I've traveled all over the world fishing and um, I actually live on the water. So I've got the opportunity to uh, cast a line and um, hopefully catch a few fish sooner rather than later since the weather's turning here in Boston. Okay, great. Uh, fishing is a very passionate uh, endeavor for most people. I'm not a big fisherman, but uh, everyone I'm I uh, know who loves to fish. It seems to be a big part of their life. So that's good to hear. When when you look at Talon One, uh, for those who may not be familiar with Talon One, can you give us a brief background on what Talon One does, how they do it, kind of the genesis of the company, and, and maybe even what industries you play in? Yeah, great. So definitionally, we're a headless loyalty and promotion engine. Uh, what does that mean, I guess, would be the question, and where do we come from? Uh, so a bit of the background and story, our founder uh, comes from the food delivery space and was leading on product and, and marketing. And in food delivery, as you know, it's like, hey, I got to get someone to buy another pizza. How am I going to do that? I want to give away a free two liter, or uh, I need to think about bundles and special discounts or ways to reactivate people because you've got 20 competitors. Uh, it's not a highly loyal space either. And so he was always tasked with trying to figure out what these promotions are. And in doing so, uh, left that business to go create it as a microservice that so said, hey, I think this could be a business in a standalone basis. So when you think about our foundation, our foundation is being a promotion engine. And what does that mean? It's uh, intimately understanding the checkout and the cart and being able to manipulate that, whether it's give free shipping, strike a price, uh, drop a discount, uh, have a coupon code validated, all of those things that come along with it. 
uh, is where we started as a business. And over the years, we're about seven years into the journey, uh, we've realized that when you overlay promotions, incentives, and rewards with personalization and understanding the ledgers and the people, it's the perfect mix of uh, of loyalty, of what loyalty should mean. And so we sort of did the hard part first, which is being able to really intimately understand at scale the checkout in the cart, and now secondarily have uh, really invested in, well, what does that mean as an individual? Who are you, Mark? And what should you get to uh, continue to stay loyal with the brand or gain that loyalty that comes along with it? And it's interesting in the genesis of the company, uh, understanding kind of the challenges in the market that exist and adapting the, the technology set or creating a technology set that can truly address that. Uh, that's very unique. Yeah, so, for sure. And then, and yeah, I'll just add like we're, we are part of the mock alliance and we really do think about being an API first solution, which then gives our customers the ability to own the customer experience. And we do all of the infrastructure and uh, sort of the hard work on the back end. Okay. Excellent. And when you look at customer loyalty, one of the things that we love to do at Loyalty360 is understand how brands, agencies, the technology providers are defining customer loyalty, uh, just to get a more robust understanding of, of, of you know, how it's defined and how people are you know, socializing and talking about it. So what does customer loyalty mean to you and to Talent One? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. And I often, I talk to a lot of customers, obviously, in my role, and a lot of prospects for that matter. And often the conversation goes that loyalty is not a point schema necessarily. Uh, points can be a component of that. But I think often when people hear loyalty, they think about earn and burn. Right. And I think the reality is uh, that that has some impact and it does help a lot of uh, businesses and brands um, move forward. But when they're thinking of the genesis or the next evolution for uh, what they want in loyalty, it's about a unified customer experience, thinking about all of the parts of the journey where we can drive emotional connection to the brand, where we can truly create engagement. So I always say, hey, let's talk about loyalty with a capital L uh, versus loyalty as uh, as a function of your platform, right? Um, we can talk about it a little bit later, but I also find that uh, platforms that sit off the side or loyalty ledgers that sit off the side are almost like a rejected organ at some point in a company because it's not ingrained in the customer journey. And so that that customer value piece is is so critical when we think about what does loyalty mean? So it's incentivize anywhere, incentivize everywhere, understanding what does Mark want to see at the right time? What does Chris want to see? How is that different? What do we care about? And making sure that we operationalize that effectively. Yeah, I think that's a, it's a, it's a unique definition. I think one of the challenges we see, and I've always felt, is uh, there's this belief of loyalty marketing. And I think that's a very enigmatic term because if you can't define it, much like customer loyalty, it's very challenging to put programs in and around it, right? So a loyalty program is very small. It's very focused. But the the kind of the lack of a construct around it is, is very challenging. Customer loyalty, when you say customer loyalty, people know what that is, right? They know that it's engagement. They know that it's 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 like C. Potter Stewart said in the Supreme Court case. I don't know what it is, but I yeah. you know I can't define it. But I know it when I see it. So customer loyalty kind of falls that. Or loyalty program. I would like to see the industry kind of get away from loyalty program because it's just very old school, very programmatic, and it just it's very difficult to understand. I think. Yeah, I, I compl completely agree. So when you look at the state of customer loyalty, we do a research uh, uh, project at the end of each year. And uh, asking brands, what are their goals for the following year? What are they looking to do? What challenges, opportunities do they see? 
And uh, a, a surfeit of the brands uh, suggested that they are going to be making changes to their program, either making changes, adding incrementality, or completely redoing it, uh, you know, with uh, a new program. What are your clients asking you for right now regarding customer loyalty? Uh, and then how do you see that going forward? Sure. Uh, I think it's this idea that we need to stand out. Uh, there's this idea that we've gone through business transformation and digital transformation over the last 10 years. And in a lot of ways, we've become ultra efficient as businesses, but we all look the same, right? And so in doing so, now I want to think about how am I different as a brand? And then also how I connect into the individual to actually change my KPIs, right? And to move the needle. We talk about sort of engineering the repeat purchase or driving re-engagement, uh, especially when acquisition is so expensive right now. And with the economic uncertainty, I think there's a revise as sort of a, a uh, this and we're sort of re-engaging this this need to uh, own the customers we have and monetize them as well. And so customers are coming to us saying, we want to think about gamified experiences. We want to think about emotional loyalty. We want to think about uh, often non-economic uh, benefits in a way, uh, things that aren't margin killers uh, that will help my business move forward. And uh, gamification is a great example of that, right? What are the behaviors that I want to change and dictate uh, that that will help me move the needle for my business? Okay. Uh, you kind of started to touch on this idea of CSAMENESS. Um, that, that's a kind of belief too, especially when you look at loyalty programs, there's a belief that the loyalty programs, not necessarily customer loyalty, is they're very similar, right? Points, although can you know somewhat banal times, are a needed attribute of a program. But gamification and digital engagement and other, you know, more important uh, attributes uh, should be focused on. But when you look at loyalty programs, there's a belief that you know programs are very similar. How do you distinguish programs uh, is a big challenge. So is that something you're seeing? And if so, how do you help brands distinguish their offerings? Sure, I, th I think it starts with who's your customer and what matters to them, and then work backwards from there. So, Built Rewards is a, a really great customer of ours. They've got a lot of visibility in the market, small business in its own right, uh, but they're growing rapidly by focusing on this market of uh, rent rent payments. It's a completely underserved market. But if I start to think about building loyalty around rent payments, uh, it, it, it comes back to who the individual is and what do they need to see and how do they drive that incentive because adoption of the program is so critical for them. Um, they're, they're a great example of a customer who's thinking about, um, so from my view, it's the customer's customer, right? They're thinking about who their end customer is and what's required from them to incentivize that behavior change. And a lot of that comes down to being able to test and iterate uh, quickly. Um, we talk about segments, A-B testing, well, where our customers are, are doing really well. Okay. Is there a current trend or technology or idea that you believe brands should be focused on with regard to their customer loyalty efforts? Yeah. I mean, I think it, I, I mentioned it before. It's this emotional loyalty. It's non... Uh, I've got, we've got a customer uh, who is in the high-end fashion business and they don't do discounting right that's not something they do they don't offer in like these types of incentives that you would traditionally think about and they actually don't even want to have tiers from a loyalty program perspective because they feel like in some ways that cheapens their brand so they have shadow tiers in the background that are running on talent one the ability to say actually i know where the customer sits and because of that they get access to special drop drops or they get certain uh, marketing material that allows them to feel exclusive 
uh, and engaged in a different way. And so this is, it's non, a lot of it's non-monetary, uh, but it's building this emotional loyalty. I know that I'm special to the brand. Uh, and so we've seen that emotional loyalty and the gamification as the two uh, sort of big next steps as people think about how do I necessarily move away from a static point system? Okay. So in, in that vein, when you, uh, you talk about gamification and uh, some of the personalization efforts that you're focused on, you know, what's one piece of advice you share with brands or you, you would share with a brand that could help them improve their customer experience and customer loyalty efforts? Yeah, know, know all the data elements, right? Know all of the... So we, we talked about this a little bit as well, is this, this journey for uh, getting more zero-party data. Yeah. Um, loyalty programs can be a catalyst for that and can help there. But if you think about all the attributes associated with a session or a checkout or an individual or uh, even the, the things around them, so like the geography of where they are and what they're located in, um, all of those things should come into play when you think about your incentive and reward structure to drive loyalty. And so it starts with the data schema. Uh, what is What are all the attributes, right? One of our largest uh, uh, customers sees that they have 85 different attributes that on every campaign they're looking and evaluating against uh, when they think about uh, how they incentivize and change those values for you versus me. Okay. And the last question I have, it's uh, somewhat self-serving, but what can Loyalty360 do to help the industry, uh, both uh, brands and suppliers uh, and agencies uh, in, in the customer loyalty journeys? I think it comes down to educate and inspire. Um, we're in a really fun industry, right? I say this all the time. I tell all my people on my team, just sign up for loyalty programs. I go into a store and people say, do you want to sign up for a loyalty program? I always say yes. And part of it's just, I'm incredibly curious about the different engagement strategies that are, are driven. And as I said, it's amazing how many of them are a lot of the same. And there's an opportunity to be different, be unique, stand out. And uh, I think you've got unique experiences with your overlap with both the brands and the vendors uh, to provide a level of insight that can help uh, see companies sort of truly delight their customers, right? Yes, there's a monetary benefit in the long run uh, to building great loyalty, uh, but there's also uh, just this, this awesomeness of, of delighting your customers. Absolutely. Uh, I think it, it, I mean, their unique perspective. It, it is interesting. I was at a pizza shop over the weekend and they were doing a sign up promotion to get people to uh, uh, sign up for the loyalty program. And I said, yes. And I started grilling the poor guy with questions. And he was like, I have no idea. I don't know. I'm like, are, how are you incentivized? Is it corporate promotion? He's like, why all the questions? I'm like, well, I run a trade association for the industry, so I'm always interested in what people are doing, how they're doing, and success metrics. And the poor guy was like, I don't know, guy. But uh, no, it's, it's true, right? And that's and that's where you start with the, those questions, right? We've got uh, this uh, luxury European brand as well, who uh, have broken down all of their customers into six personas, and they're using their CDP to dictate that and drive that to Talon One but all of the rules are evaluated against that, even in the way they think about pricing. So they have super savers, you know, people who are all the way on the, the cheap end of the discount, and then they have their luxury buyers on the high end. And the experience that those customers see are different, right? So they think about the way they segment their customers, but it all starts with the data. Absolutely. 
Well, Chris, thank you very much for taking the time to speak with me today. It was great uh, getting to know you uh, a little bit better and then also uh, getting an update on Talon One. Uh, obviously, a very unique platform uh, that's addressing some market need and looking forward to learning more from you and the Talon One team throughout the year. Great. Thanks so much. Really appreciate the time. Absolutely. Uh, and thank you, everyone, uh, for joining today. We'll with you live. Please join us back for another episode coming up soon. And have a wonderful day.